Welcome to Destination Marriage, a podcast about successfully navigating the winding roads of marriage. Whether you're wanting to get married, newlyweds, or have been married for years, we want to share with you how we have navigated those winding roads over the past 20 years in our marriage. Join us on this journey as we talk about real life experiences in marriage and what we have learned along the way. We discuss love, travel, kids, friendships, and much more, all from the perspective of our lives together. Happiness, love, grace, passion are things we all strive for in marriage, and we invite you to take this journey with us. Welcome Welcome to to Destination Marriage. Marriage. Welcome to episode 51 of Destination Marriage. I'm Jackie. And I'm Tommy. And we are thrilled to have you join us on this journey today. Indeed, we are. Yes, we are. So, hi, baby. Hello. It's been a couple weeks. It has. We're back from vacation. We are. It was amazing. It we was had a great time with the boys. It was an amazing time, and it took us a couple of days to. Uh, it's almost like we needed to catch up on our sleep with the time difference, but indeed. So it anyhow, was great. <laughs> so today's episode is actually kind of a follow up to our episode we did before vacation, mm-hmm. uh, which was about family traditions, especially around the holidays, and kind of who wins, like in a new in a marriage, like who wins so mm-hmm. with certain traditions or culture battles, food battles. Um, mm-hmm. Shouldn't be battles, but nonetheless. So we actually had one of our listeners write in, mm-hmm. and she uh, had listened to that episode and had a question that was a little bit different, um, but it was still kind of about kind of a power struggle in their marriage. Yeah. And why don't you read us the the note she sent us, and then we can we can have a little, little uh, back and forth about our thoughts on it. Yeah. So um, the listener writes, Dear Destination Marriage, my husband and I have been married for six years, but we're experiencing a shift in our relationship that is stripping us of the happiness we once had, and it's causing a lot of arguments in our home. My husband and I both started out building our careers at the same time and came to the marriage with close to a 50-50 equal financial contribution. Within the last six months, my husband has made leaps and bounds with his company and is making great money. While the increase in our financial pool is wonderful, his control over our finances and disregard for my thoughts on how money should be distributed is creating a great divide. I feel as though I have no voice, and at this point, every conversation ends up becoming an argument. Do you have any thoughts on where we go from here? And by chance, we do have some thoughts. (laughs) We do. (laughs) So I'll kick it off. I think there's a few things in there that um, stand out to me. Mm -hmm. And again, we can only kind of, a lot of this speculation just based on what what we hear, and then we'll go down our own kind of thought patterns around what what our thoughts are on it. One, she did say, um, which I think is good. Like she said, the financial pool. So we assume then, right, that they share their monies. They're not separate, like right? Mm-hmm. One would think. Um, they started off roughly the same. Mm-hmm. And so there might be a comfort level there yeah. that they start off with and sort of a balance. They felt there was a balance. And now, now it feels there's an imbalance. Mm-hmm. Uh, she used the word control and disregard. So mm-hmm. those are strong words, right? Um, so there's a lot to think about. Um, so we said, okay, well, what, what are possible like roots to this behavior? Okay. Right. And so first when I wrote down, when we were talking about this was he might've just be getting a big head. You right? should probably seek medical attention for that. If his head is, <laughs> that means he's on steroids with Barry Bonds. Like there's only one way the human head actually gets bigger and that's through steroids. So I'm just teasing. So figuratively. Yes. He got a big head okay. or he's getting a big head. Yeah. Right. And maybe it's kind of manifesting itself like, well, Hey, you know what? I've, 
I'm making more now. I'm going to take over. Mm-hmm. Right. Which if that's the case, obviously that's it's a problem. Him problem. That's mm-hmm. his problem. And I mean, I don't even, where do you go from there? If that's really the root of the issue, how does, how does she address that to help him recognize right. that that's the problem? Because it sounds like, like he basically is, he's in his own big head at this point. Mm-hmm. And obviously, um, if he's not recognizing that that's the true issue, that he has some type of arrogance that's out of control by approaching it with him, he may get really defensive. And it sounds like right now, um, every conversation is turning into an argument. So what's the best way for her to actually address it? Well, if, if, if they have a solid kind of base in their marriage, I think that if she came to him, you know, in, in love and tried to show some examples of how he's doing that and then how it's hurt her and how it's hurt their marriage, you know, hopefully he'll recognize that. Mm-hmm. I think if she comes right back at him, it's, that's a losing, if he's blind to his arrogance right now, um, come clearly they're fighting about it if that's mm-hmm. the case. So I don't know that whatever approach she's taking isn't working. So maybe changing it up and, and calmly and maybe even writing a letter mm-hmm. so that it's not a face to face argument that tends to happen. But showing like how he's changed, how it's impacted her, yeah, and her the marriage and her feelings, you know, and then hopefully he's you know it's on him at that point. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the other things that we talked about, and since it's fairly kind of a, uh, you know, relevant to a, a lot of people in the yeah. country, is you know, was there either in the past or in the very near recent because of maybe the the COVID epidemic mm-hmm. or pandemic, you know, was there a major financial hole? recently that they've dug out of now and so he feels like this yeah need to control everything i mean that, you know? that's possible yeah i mean i could imagine like just the you know the fear and and the emotional impact that would have during 2020 if they were impacted negatively financially and now they're crawling out of it yeah maybe that's this is fear driven right i mean which which yeah fear and in and any kind of like that may be an underlying issue right mm-hmm. like or or a possible rationale we don't yeah. know but it could be fear of um of past you know deficits they've been in and he's so controlling because now he has finally feels like he has the opportunity to to get ahead mm-hmm. and so he's running with it and not like disregard for his wife in that sense mm-hmm. um could be fear of losing it all yeah right all of a sudden he's making more money than he's ever made and now he's scared like now how am i going to stay yeah. you know, where I am at right. instead of taking steps back. You Again, know? we're just trying to, we're just like guessing here on like yeah, possible I mean, really root causes. We're not saying this is like, okay. We're just saying, Hey, this could happen. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fear, money and fear are, you know, can be tied, tied together hand in hand as far as emotions with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I, I thought of is maybe he's got a lot more stress on his job. Mm-hmm. If he's, you know, if he's doing well, let's assume he's been promoted or he's got more responsibilities and all of a sudden there's a lot more stress that's being put on him Yeah, and he's taking it out on her in that, mm-hmm. in that way. Maybe he doesn't realize the extent that he's taking it out on her. I don't know. Could be a case. I mean, that could be, okay. Well, yes, that could be a possibility, but even if he's stressed out and he's having nightmares and he's fearful, all of these things, let's say, and he has the big head. Okay. None of these things are excuses there may be reasons as to why but then mm-hmm. 
I know. Yeah, I'm just saying. There's going to come a breaking point for her. He needs to obviously talk to someone probably outside um, if he feels like he maybe can't communicate this with her. You know, maybe he feels like he can't say, I'm scared, you know, like I'm scared of losing everything or I can't handle the stress level of my job. What I'm thinking there is he doesn't realize that it's impacting him that way. He's just go, 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 go maybe. And Mm -hmm. doesn't realize, quote, innocently that he's is that stressed or is that fearful and it's easier to get you know he snaps quicker quicker when they're Mm -hmm. on a discussion you know maybe she's approaching it very calmly and just say hey you know well then maybe the biggest maybe then the biggest problem here is the fact that he's not paying attention to his wife i mean if he's that blind whether it's this situation or something else if he's not even noticing the impact that he's having on the marriage Mm -hmm. That may be the real problem because whether it's this or something else. Yeah, certainly. Right. That's a whole different, which we'll talk about. We have kind of some notes here. I was like, you know, maybe there's a a bigger underlying issue than just the finances. And his, the head that I'm very concerned about that he could potentially. Him and and Barry Bonds, (laughs) their heads are growing. (laughs) Um, So what about like, let's just kind of play devil's advocate, right? There's two. And in every argument or every fight, there's at least two people, right? And we're only mm-hmm. hearing her perspective. Yeah. So what do you think from her perspective could be going on? Um, you know, maybe it's possible that since we know from her note that they started out the, the same place in terms of their career and finances, that maybe she's feeling a little inadequate or possibly jealous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would hate to think that because to me, I think of it as, oh, nice, you know, your husband's making more money now. Like, I mean, you're both working, but mm-hmm. increasing your financial pool, that's fantastic. You right. know? But it's possible, right? I mean, there's probably some couples that have that struggle there if one is doing better than the other in a certain area in Especially life where they, they maybe feel like they're the failing. If they started out the same, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a possible. I, mean, I don't understand that thought process, but I'm not going to say that it doesn't exist, okay? Mm-hmm. The reality is, is, yeah, there probably are some people that struggle with that, and that may be her struggle. Right, maybe. I, I guess the the advice there, since since we were asked by her, is maybe do some self-reflection and be honest if, you know, maybe he feels like, I fi- I've been working my butt off for years and I finally got ahead, and now you're just trying to, like, drag me down. You know, we don't know what their arguments are consisting of. She said it's about him controlling the finances. Mm -hmm. What if she started it off by that jealousy kind of rearing its ugly head and then he felt defensive and all of a sudden, you know, then it kind of Mm -hmm. morphed into what it, it is about controlling finances or, you know, and we don't know if either of them had a spending problem before. Maybe, you know, if he's all of a sudden feeling controlling, maybe Mm -hmm. he feels like justly so that you know spending was always an issue now mm-hmm. they have the opportunity to to save and get ahead combined with maybe a big head all of a sudden he's like well i'm going to take control now mm-hmm. well let's again okay. that's for a little bit more far-fetched i get it i'm not but i think the big picture there is both parties need to do some self-reflection mm-hmm. of why they're acting why they're acting yeah and here's the other thing though that we didn't really mention or maybe briefly but when someone says they feel like they have no voice at all Hmm. um to me that to me that kind of jumps off the page more than anything else because 
that means that he's probably shutting her down even if she's bringing her concern to him. To have no voice. That's probably safe safe to assume, sure. Yeah, you're being silenced by that person. Mm -hmm. Or even if you're expressing your concern, and he may be telling her, I don't want to hear it, or he's not listening. It goes in one ear and out the other. So to feel like you have no voice, you know, I feel like she's probably, she feels like she's, she's hit a dead end, you know? Could be. Yeah. Like there, yeah, you're right. That's an, that's an important point, regardless of the topic, regardless of why that, why she feels there's no, you know, if it could be about kids, it could be about finances. It could be about the house. It could be about vacation. It could be anything. If she feels like she doesn't have a voice, there's something deeper there, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a power struggle. And I feel like mm-hmm. when there's a power struggle, um, a power struggle can really only exist, whether it's finances or whatever the situation may be, if one is not listening to the other. Because you can't you can't have a power struggle if you're really listening to one another. Agreed. Do you know what I mean? Then you feel like, okay, yeah, we may have a different point of view, or but it's worse, not a struggle. We're you, working through it. Yeah, you could be... Worse would be if you are listening and disregard that person's feelings. Yeah. That's worse than not listening. That means you're, you're consciously lording yourself over your spouse. Mm-hmm. Right. I hear you, but I'm going to do what I want to do anyways. Right. That's worse than that's harder to fix than not realizing they're not listening. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Hopefully that's as bad as it is that it's, he doesn't realize what he's doing. Yeah. Versus he knows exactly what he's doing. He doesn't care how it's impacting his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's worse. I do too. And I, I, I almost feel like at this point she's clearly, I mean, I, I feel like she's just kind of maybe gone through all of what she thought she could possibly do, all of her options. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so can financial power struggles be a sign of other underlying issues? Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I think this is, um, you know, I think, what do they say? The number one reason for divorce and marriage is finances, financial issues. They say that, but I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know. Well, I mean, I mean, I know that's consistently what we've heard, what we've read and different, different stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, because it does put a lot of stress when, when financial stress puts tremendous stress on a marriage. Mm -hmm. Right. So we know that that's just. I think a given, I think everybody would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So if there's a power struggle there, that's mm-hmm. in this case, all of a sudden he's making more money. We've kind of hit on some of this stuff. Like what's the underlying issue, but what about deeper? Like, is he narcissistic? Is he, is he hiding money? That's right. Yeah. Or like when I say narcissistic in this sense, like he, you know, you know, he feels that sense of, power that he maybe or leverage he now has so he's just gonna like use mm-hmm. abuse his wife that way he sounds like a delight <laughs> we don't know we're just making up scenarios <laughs> on this guy we don't he's even like, know he's like he's a giant from jack and the beanstalk well, uh, he said he's lording over her that's what i imagine right? yeah. i'm picturing this guy now he's like an ogre i don't know okay <laughs> let's go there let's go to fairy tale land so okay so what do you mean so under a bigger issue, deeper, maybe bigger concern. So when I think of someone hiding money and I'm saying he's controlling it, if you're controlling to the point or to the extent of not wanting to even have a conversation, if she Mm -hmm. feels like she has no voice, then it probably means she has no voice in terms of where money is going. So maybe she may not really understand or 
not even not understand, but not it may not be visible to her as to where the money is going. He could be gambling money away. He could be putting it in hidden accounts. He but she have, didn't say that. She did say he's controlling. But she may not know. That's but the he thing. said right. So controlling could or could not involve not having her not having visibility. Mm-hmm. But controlling could also be he's just demanding this is where the money's going. You know, she did say it's a pool, so let's mm-hmm. assume she has access to their checking account or whatever. Maybe she's only allowed to swim in the shallow end of this pool, and she sees, like, a checking account. And maybe there's, like, five others that she doesn't know anything about. All could very well be the case. Who knows? <laughs> but but I think I see where you're going with it, right? It's, like, controlling, and then that would probably go hand-in-hand hand with also not giving her access to things, mm-hmm. right, in this case. If she, if she feels she has no voice and he's controlling everything, yeah, he could be, do you think that would go along with like the, the same, like, oh, you got a big head, you've got some extra spending money, maybe the spending problem's always been him, but you know, he's making the more money, so he's mm-hmm. saying, he's lording that over her, that, hey, well, I make this money, I can do whatever I want with it, it's my money, yeah and I'm going to go gamble it away, or even worse. Yeah, I mean, he could be spending it on trinkets, I don't even know, like tchotchkes for care <laughs> I'm just saying, like... It's still, if he's controlling the money, maybe he's a miser and he's literally just sitting there counting each coin, Mm -hmm. but... Or every extra dollar burns a hole in his pocket. Right. When I think of someone who's controlling, there's typically, that goes hand in hand with something else that could potentially be dangerous in the relationship. So, I don't know. As in gambling or he's spending it on other just not healthy things for his marriage yeah it could be things that that are dangerous things for the marriage but could literally he could be buying garbage like i mean there are people that (laughs) just i'm I'm serious they they can't say no to to spending yes he could literally just be blowing it on you know expensive lunches and starbucks and Mm. not even things that are necessary he's got a a okay frappuccino problem you know what? That's a that's seriously it can add up. <laughs> it does add up. I'm, I'm I'm grateful that I got rid of that out of my uh, yeah no kidding my, my weekly spend. But um yeah I just it, it doesn't even have to be something as sketchy as he could be doing something you know after hours. I'm just saying like he could also be gambling. Uh-huh. It could be I don't know. Don't people put money in a fantasy football and it's other things like I've never heard of fantasy football like I don't know. bankrupting I've... people but gambling yes. <laughs> Because like, fantasy why. football is kind of controlled. Like you put I in a little bit at the beginning of the year. I don't know what this ogre is spending his money on. I yeah. have no idea. So before we, I mean, we could speculate all day, right? But what about sort of some suggestions, general suggestions about power struggles, mm-hmm. whether it's finances in this case or power struggles over the kids or power struggles over, you know, there's all kinds of things that could be construed as power struggles mm-hmm. if they're not healthy dialogue right you're not going to agree with your partner and your spouse all the time you know so Mm -hmm. we agree all the time you're right i do agree with you all the time on all things and if i don't i just pretend that i do just (laughs) happy wife happy life (laughs) um so what about at you know as it relates to power struggles we're not talking about like fighting fair and arguing and Mm -hmm. how to argue those are all important but we're talking about like kind of power struggles, right? There's a, or butting heads over something. Yeah. One's trying to win. Um, so my first suggestion would be keep open dialogue, talk to one another. I think there's a lot of dangers that can happen in the silence and not only just 
things fester when that happens. But I think that our minds can really take over and then we start having a conversation in our own head. Mm -hmm. Maybe not even based on what the other person said or the reality, just the emotion takes over. So maybe in his mind and in hers, you know, they're both having, obviously they're not communicating to one another. I think they're both probably thinking things and having this struggle, even internally emotional struggle instead of meeting together and really discussing mm-hmm. both of their concerns. Um, I do feel like if it's turning into an argument every time, it's either one of, there's probably one extreme, he's just gone way off the deep end in mm-hmm. whatever way, or they're both bringing issues, emotional issues to the conversation mm-hmm. and it's causing an argument. Yeah. Right. I think it, it can't be, I mean, it, it just seems like that, that has to be one of the two cases. Mm-hmm. You know? But let's not forget, you know, they're both working. So if he's not only controlling his extra money that he's controlling hers. That's really worse. Okay. That's what she said. She said he's controlling yeah, finances. We don't know weird. what, what detail, like is he only controlling the extra, you know, if it's in a pool, right. right? Then it's fair to say in this case, right. Well, let's mm-hmm. assume that for, yeah. the, for the sake. Okay. I definitely agree with, you know, you've got to have good, you've got to talk mm-hmm. in a, in a vacuum of, of discussion. Mm-hmm. People's can fill that void with whatever opinion, emotion, mm-hmm you know, made up story they have in their own head. Mm-hmm. We all do that. Yeah. And know? I understand people shut down. I feel like when you're overwhelmed with a situation or emotion, I understand that feeling of just shutting down, not wanting to talk. I mean, I've been there, but we all have in this situation, especially when it comes to finances, um, you know, after you've had your moment to cool down, it needs to be discussed. You know, it just, it's too important. It, it really is. And I do think in any situation, like I said earlier, silence, especially extended for an extended period of time can be really dangerous. Completely agree, babe. You, another, another kind of note you wrote down here was, uh, you know, again, this kind of goes without saying for any argument is, you know, take time to listen mm-hmm. before responding. Yeah. You know, seek to understand before you seek to explain, mm-hmm. understand what, and that goes back to what I said at the beginning. You know, when you asked me, you know, how could she hmm. approach him? Yeah. You know, maybe that, you know, seeking to understand, you know, he has to be open to that, but she does too. And maybe the best message is, and there's a letter or somewhere, some sort of non face to face engagement at, at first. Who knows? Do you I think mean, men respond well to a written letter? I'm not saying that he would. I'm just saying, given that she feels like every time they talk, they turn it, it turns into an argument. Mm hmm. Maybe that's a good first step, or at least. No, some I mean, first like step. in general, though. Let's say there was a. Um, okay, let's say you're the, him. The, you're yes, the guy. Okay. Yes. The answer is it, it. If you take the time to read it, you're not in a defensive posture. If they're fighting all the time, maybe uh-huh. maybe like the second something said, they both put up a wall, and all of a sudden they're looking to fight. Mm-hmm. It, you know, if 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 a letter is written, that's pouring out her heart of what's bothering her. Mm-hmm. And she took the time to read it. Hopefully he says, wow, she took the time to write this out. What I say? She took the time to read it. She took he, the time he to, took, ru- yeah, to she write it. Took, she took the time to write it. Yes. <laughs> he took the time read to it, read wrote it. it, read it. Um, right. He, she took the time and he took the time. Like hopefully there should be some moment of reflection there. Mm-hmm. I would think. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion. Yeah. Indeed. So, 
And keep it on topic is another thing you said, mm-hmm. right? Keep it on topic. All of a I sudden, think she's yelling be... about your mother and this right. and that, and all, you know. I actually think that that's a real struggle, probably for most people, because you're right. For most women, it is definitely a struggle to keep it on top. Oh, what? <laughs> I think it's. I think it could be a struggle for most people. I mean, they've been married for a very long time. Okay, <laughs> so a lot of times finances can go hand in hand, or some of these power struggles can go hand in hand with, with other, other things, other situations that it just may like you know, kind of pick out a, a scab, you know, with, mm-hmm. that's kind of gross, but anyway, you know what I mean? Like it just rises to the surface. So I think that's something that you have to be conscious of. Like you have to make like sure keep the real, I'm not going to go keep the main thing. The main thing. Is that what the saying is? Not about arguing, but oh. it's about like anything. It's like, keep the main thing, the main thing focus on it's, it's part of uh, one of the books we read. I can't remember. Anyways, <laughs> I think it's the one thing by uh, oh, it might be the Simon one uh, Sinek. Okay, right. Keep the main thing the main thing. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Yeah. The other thing I had mentioned was act in love, mm-hmm. and again, because we're only getting her side, we don't really know. This is kind of I'm already saying this guy's an ogre. So like I'm just thinking indeed because he's being controlling, right? She's saying he's being controlling, mm-hmm. but either way, and she's they reaching both... out to us, right? So hopefully she does. Is being honest. I don't think anyone's going to reach out that has the, the worst intentions. If they're seeking help, mm-hmm. whether it were to you know reach out to Destination Marriage or they're going to their therapist or their pastor or you know someone who's a mentor, obviously they want to fix things. Mm-hmm. You know, so that does kind of, if you're looking at it from that perspective, puts it's her in a positive to, light. It's safe, safer to say that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So. I, but again, it, it is one side. Mm-hmm. And I would say this, whether it was a guy coming to us or not, mm-hmm. right? It's, it is only one side of the, an of, ogre. If it was an ogre coming <laughs> to us or not. Just teasing. <laughs> um, so, all right. Let's say that these things don't work. Our suggestions, like mm-hmm. we're just talking kind of as a couple, maybe how we would manage it or how we would handle it or how we would recommend if we were having dinner with this couple. Right. Yeah. But it may need to escalate more mm-hmm. if there's real issues. And I think marriage counseling could be something that is very, very uh, maybe necessary here. If they're really just having that much of a conflict, mm-hmm. you know, seek some objective help. Someone who has both of their best interests at heart, mm-hmm. right? Because that's our goal and we have our, when we answer these types of questions is not to take one side or the other. Our goal here is to bring bring them together. Right. And so um, counseling is the goal is to bring mm-hmm. them together. Right. So yeah, a hundred percent. And maybe if finances continue, maybe if that's just a real challenge for them, mm-hmm. maybe they should also have like a financial advisor, someone who's going to work through True. their finances yeah, with point. them. Right. That that is strictly who's also objective. Who's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they can, you know, work with a counselor on how to communicate with one mm-hmm. another, but then also work with somebody through the finances if, if they need someone to, and, and also if he's fearful and he has legitimate reasons as to why he's scared and wanting to control and has nothing to do with wanting to hurt her, mm-hmm. maybe that person can shed some light and give him some peace of mind by adding some and structure her some to peace it. of mind. Yes. Right. That, Hey, this isn't about you. It's about this other stuff. Exactly. Um, but that could be in counseling, but yeah, financially it could be like, here's an actual financial instrument to make that secure for you guys. Right. And so that way everything's kind of out on the table and mm-hmm. no one feels like they're left in the dark. And, you know, we're big advocates for shared accounts. 
I mean, we have full visibility. You have your business account, mm -hmm. you know, but we have full visibility into each other's, into all of our accounts. We're mm -hmm. all on each other's accounts. We believe in a single checking account and so on, right? But this, you know, if this is actually something that's getting, that's bad, that has a risk of like really damaging them, the, the, the household financially, like that maybe she needs to be mindful of that and, mm -hmm. and set up her own accounts. Yeah, right. I mean, if it got to the point where even if she made all the suggestions that we had just recommended, um, if she suggested those to him and he's literally not wanting to do anything or budge or a meter in the middle or even... Yeah, there's, then if you're right, that's bad. Right, because you can't change someone. I don't really think you or anyone can change the other person. If he's not willing to meet her... Yeah, I agree. Um, then, yeah, maybe that's, that would be the she last resort. At some point, unfortunately, she may have to just protect herself yeah. against financial ruin mm -hmm. as part of this hopefully that's not the case but yeah unfortunately it happens right mm -hmm. you know i mean it can't yeah definitely <laughs> can be a a sad reality you know but i'm hoping that at this at this point um either he'll have like a moment of reflection and kind of recognize and see what he's doing to her because i would imagine you know this is probably something that's emotionally draining on her mm -hmm. um or at least be open to talking to a third party. Uh, yeah, I really think self-reflection for both of them, I think is important. Yeah. I think she does need to, before she approaches him again, mm -hmm. I think it's, it'd be wise of her to say, okay, let me look back and what I've, how I've reacted. Mm -hmm. Have I set him off in certain ways for some reason? Yeah. Even if him going off on whatever being controlling is wrong, mm -hmm. maybe she doesn't realize the impact that she's having on him negatively. Mm -hmm. You know, we right. have, I, I think it's fair to say that like, we have the ability and the capability mm -hmm. as husband and wife or any husband and wife, we know each other's hot buttons. We know each other. We know we could hurt each other if we choose to mm -hmm. much easier than we could hurt anybody else emotionally. Mm -hmm. Right. We, obviously we don't, don't want to go down that path. My point is we also accidentally hurt each other very quickly sometimes not realizing it because we're, there's such a, an intimacy with your spouse. Mm -hmm. So being mindful and self-reflection of what I'm doing, what I'm saying, or, you know, how that's impacting my spouse when you don't even think it should, or you don't realize that it, that it does self-reflection is important there mm -hmm. before yeah. going and starting another argument or starting another conversation that leads to an argument. Yeah. And I think I that goes disagree. both ways, right? Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Well, I appreciate the listener writing in. Yes, obviously, thank you so much. We really do appreciate it. We don't share the name. It's confidential. But, um, you know, absolutely, if, if you have a, not even a similar, any other situation you or whatever, silly question, feel free to write in. Um, yeah. We'd love to hear from you guys. Um, obviously, we're going to have something fresh and new for you next week. But Jackie's uh, going to go find her ogre husband and, <laughs> and blow his spot. He climbed back up the beanstalk. He's gone. <laughs> He's out of here. I think ogres climb beanstalks. I think it's giants, but giant, you know, whatever. whatever. You know get what you, I meant. Get your fairy tale straight, Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye, Bye guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if so, please continue to listen and subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. We would greatly appreciate positive reviews, and we will answer any questions at feedback at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. 
For up-to-date content and news about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at destination underscore marriage and visit our website at destinationmarriagepodcast.com. Be sure to tune in next week.